0: Hello, hello, hello. We have football tonight. We have Steelers this weekend. Steelers Niners. I am psyched up for week one. Let's get right into it. I teased it yesterday. Yesterday, we had a whole podcast of when the Steelers have the ball. This one's going to be the opposite, of course, when San Francisco has the ball. And they might even be the opponent. Might be even more frightening on this side of the ball. To be very honest with you, I have my Brock Purdy concerns, like everyone else. But let's dig in. We're going to stat it up, geek it up, and I'm going to react to them as well. So, the Niners averaged 5.9 yards per play last year. Only three offenses were better. Steelers defense gave up 5.5 yards per play. Nineteen defenses were better. Yeah. Not, not, not a great start to this little conversation. Only two offenses utilize three or more wide receivers at a lesser percentage than San Francisco. The Niners were in 21 personnel, two backs, one tight end, the second highest percentage in the league, and 22 personnel, two backs, two tight ends, the third highest percentage of their offensive snaps. Interesting, you know, Ray Ray McLeod's basically their third receiver, but you're not gonna see much of him. You know, they, they he does not come out on the field much. And frankly, they use the same five a very high percentage of the time. Use check, McCaffrey, Kittle, who's a little banged up. Um, Ayuk and Debo. I mean, and it's a great five something. I think it's the best in a league. Only one offense utilized pre snap motion at a higher percentage of the time than the Niners, too. Again, Shanahan is a master at manipulating, especially linebackers, but the motion is a huge, huge key. So when we talk explosive plays, I generally call them of runs of 10 or more, pass plays 20 or more. Only the Eagles, Bears, and Ravens were better than San Francisco's in terms of percentage of plays that went for explosives. It's going to be huge. Now, the Steelers are, or were, last year, a very good tackling defense. They're going to have to be phenomenal in that. How about this one? The Niners were fifth best in percentage of their drives, 29%, that resulted in three and outs. So, like a quarter of their drives were three and outs. Everyone else, they're getting first downs, moving the ball, et cetera. Now, here is an interesting situation. Two offenses ran the ball a higher percentage of the time on first downs than San Francisco. League average is 50%, but they ran at 57%. However, they averaged 8.2 yards per pass attempt on first down, which is almost a whole yard better than league average. So pretty good at both, really. In terms of the pace in which they play offense, the Packers were the only team to take longer between snaps than San Francisco. And only the Chiefs use no huddle a lower percentage of their snaps. They've had a lot of different quarterbacks. I think they want to be a methodical, slow-moving offense. You know, wear you down, run the ball a lot on first downs, and then hit you quick. So, how about this? 8.8% of Purdy's passes were for touchdowns. That's insanely high. Insanely high. And by no means – Repeatable. So, for reference, Pat Mahomes came in at 6.3. Purdy was at 8.8. You know, like that's not going to keep up. Four different quarterbacks including, <laughs> and Christian McCaffrey attempted a pass for San Francisco last year during the regular season. Collectively, the Niners averaged 7.9 yards per pass attempt. Even with five different people throwing the football, only Miami, Philadelphia, and Kansas City were better. However, only three offenses had a shorter average depth of target. Pittsburgh's defense gave up 7.5 yards per attempt. Only three defenses were worse. So, the Steelers gave up a lot per play through the air. The Niners, no matter who their quarterback was, generated a lot of yards through the air, but didn't throw it deep after the catch. You know, that's the key here. All right. Along those lines, Brock Purdy averaged 3.6 completions, resulting in gains of 20 or more yards per start. That was the third highest of all quarterbacks, appearing in five or more games last year. However, Purdy only completed one-third of his passes 20 or more yards downfield, which was 4.8% worse than league average. Purdy was at his best between 10 and 20 yards downfield, completing 60.5% of the passes, That's over 10% better than league average. It's very obvious what he does. I mean, it's over the middle stuff. They're not deep shots. It's over the middle, offensive created, great after the catch receivers, and it works. And it's very, very quarterback friendly. And frankly, I think the Steelers are going to do more of that on offense as well. 47 quarterbacks threw at least 100 passes last year. Purdy's 152.7 yards per game, Kim's in 41st, but his yards per attempt was fourth best. Only four of those qualified quarterbacks had a shorter average depth of target. Really puts it into perspective. So the five games that Debo, Ayuk, Kittle, and McCaffrey all played with Purdy, Samuel got 0.26 targets per route run compared to 0.23 for McCaffrey, 0.19 0.19 for IU and kittle so that's the pecking order when they're all in there as they will be in this one all right let's take a quick break we'll talk into uh the McCaffrey section here there's gonna be quite a bit about him Okay, of all the running backs that got targeted by at least 25 times last year, only five were targeted more often on a per-route run basis than McCaffrey. And only Derrick Henry and Brees Hall produced more yards per-route run. Austin Eckler is the only running back in the league with more than McCaffrey's 717 yards after the catch. And Jarrett McKinnon was the only back with more receiving touchdowns last year. He's an elite receiver. Only Eckler ran more pass routes and caught more passes at the position than McCaffrey after he joined the Niners while he paced the position in receiving yards. McCaffrey averaged a robust, really robust, 8.9 yards per catch with four receiving touchdowns once he joined the Niners. Every catch, he's getting nine yards, basically. That's bonkers for a a running back. In four regular season games when Elijah Mitchell was active, McCaffrey averaged 15 touches per game with only one game over 15 compared to 23 touches and a half touches per game with only one game with fewer than 17 touches the other six weeks. So Mitchell will get in the game quite a bit as well, often with McCaffrey. The Niners led the NFL in average yards after the catch for the fifth straight season. It's like the Steelers leading the league in sacks five years in a row. However, only four defenses had a lesser percentage of their passing yards allowed after the catch than the Steelers last year. So, that's improm- promising. I don't know if Kittle's going to play. I bet he does. But over the past fi- five years, he averages five and a half receptions and just under 71 receiving yards per game. Only Travis Kelsey's is better. Purdy was San Francisco's starting quarterback for, the, for those final six games. During that time, Kittle caught seven touchdowns. His 1.97 yards per route run last year was fourth best of all tight ends that had at least 50 targets. So, he was targeted on 16.6% of his routes when Samuel and Ayuk were on the field compared to 25% of his targets when with Samuel off the field and 38.5% when Ayuk was off the field. Hard, hard to kind of figure out that pecking order a little bit, but he definitely falls down it when everyone's healthy, Kittle, but not for touchdowns. Steelers defense gave up a 61.3 completion percentage last year. Only five defenses were better. For the season, Steel or the Niners averaged eight yards per pass attempt, best in the, in the whole league. That's for the whole year, not just Purdy. Washington is the only defense that saw a larger percentage of pass attempts between the numbers than the Steelers. We'll gear up for a heck of a lot more. Here they're coming. Only three defenses faced a a deeper average depth of target than Pittsburgh's pass defense last year. That's a watt factor. I mean, I want to see Purdy hold the ball in this game and go deep because he's not good at it, and I think he'll get hit a lot if he does. Pittsburgh defense only had five defensive backs for 49% of their snaps last year. Only three defenses used their lit nickel package a lower percentage of the time. So the Steelers are in base or they're in dime. I'm hoping that changes this year. Highsmith's 14.5 sacks were only bettered by five players last year. The Steelers rushed six or more defenders 6% of the time in 2022, the third highest percentage in the NFL but only one defense rushed three at a lower percentage in the Steelers. Much more apt to blitz than rush three. Maybe that's also a Watt effect. Speaking of Watt, with Watt on the field a year ago, they allowed a 59% completion rate, 6.7 yards per pass attempt, and a 65 passer rating. With him off the field, that jumped all the way to a 64% completion percentage, all the way up to 8.2 yards per pass attempt, and a 105 passer rating. Brutal. It's totally different. Per pass attempt, the Steelers defense had the eighth highest time to throw against them in the league last year. Again, teams went deep. They were able to hold the ball. And I don't think that's going to be the case this year, especially in this game. San Francisco's quarterbacks collectively were sacked just 31 times. That was sixth fewest in the league. Again, they don't hold the ball long there, though. The Steelers' defense gave up just 3.6 points per game on average in the third quarter of games. Only eight defenses were better. If you remember, the Steelers' offense was terrible in third quarters, but their defense was great. Of all the rushing attempts the Steelers faced last year, just 1.6 of those resulted in a touchdown. That was the lowest percentage in the NFL. Think about that. I mean, if you run the ball 100 times, they get in the end zone like once or twice. On average, the Steelers' defense gave up 0.4 rushing touchdowns per game, also the lowest in the league. While San Fran was sixth best in converting third downs last year, they were 29th in converting fourth downs. Last thing I got for you, the Niners produced 10 plays of 50 or more yards tied for league lead. And again, they don't really throw deep. You can see what they're doing, and they're really, really good at it. All right, guys, it's going to be a fun game. Um, talk to you soon over and out